Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome into the Alana Enquirer podcast. Jeremy Warner, Alana Enquirer publisher here live at Lucas Oil Stadium, Indianapolis. And today was the day that it was Illinois' turn. Brett Bielma hits the podium, meets with media. Uh, also, Josh Whitman, the Illinois Athletics Director, addressed a lot of topics today, uh, including USC and UCLA joining the conference in 2024 and what that means for both the Big Ten and Illinois moving forward. We also got the chance to chat with four players, one more than expected originally, but we had Sydney and Chase Brown here, Quan Martin, defensive back for Illinois, and wide receiver Isaiah Williams, who's a late addition. But he was fantastic, and we know that because he joined Joey Wagner and I for the Atlanta Enquirer podcast, and we also sat down with the twins, Brown, Chase and Sidney Brown, the stars for Illinois. Chase, an all-Big Ten running back who rushed for 1,000 yards last year, and Sidney Brown, who had a really, really good season, and Illinois and the coaching staff are very, very high on what he's going to do in his final season in the orange and blue. And that's what today's podcast is, catching up with three of the stars of Illinois football, Chase and Sidney Brown and Isaiah Williams, three guys who will be very important for Illinois on the field this year and very important for Illinois' success. I had a great time, Joey and I had a great time talking with these guys. Uh, they shared, shared their stories and they're all really, really good stories and we had some fun with them. So uh, stay tuned, coming up next, Chase and Sydney Brown, and then we'll chat with Isaiah Williams right after that on the On Enquirer podcast. Live here in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium. Happy to have two of the Illini football stars here at Big Ten Media Days. It's Sydney and Chase Brown. Guys, what's up? Glad to have you here. Yeah, no, thanks for having us on the show today. It's exciting. Yeah, pleasure to be here. All right, so we might have to do this because you guys look alike, of course, but you sound alike. So we're going to have to introduce you guys, Joey and I, as we, <laughs> as we do this okay. across. Uh, but you guys are nice fitted suits. Take me through, Sydney, what this was like to, to get fitted before this and, and kind of be here at Big Time Media. Yeah, no, I mean, it's an experience of itself um, from the fitting of the suit to the travel to Lucas Oil. Um, but at the start of the process, we were, went to Men's Warehouse, kind of got it fitted, uh, fitted properly and stuff. But um, it's better wearing it now. The, the first time I put this on, I was a little worried of what I was going to look like out here. So Super baggy. <laughs> yeah, but it, it all went well. Um, they did a great job fitting us up. But, yeah, it was a fun process. You guys, we're a month away from the season. And I, I thought about this a little bit. I've been meaning to ask you. This is the last year you're guaranteed to play football next to each other. Yeah. Like the, for your whole life, right? Except for the one year at Western Michigan. Yeah. Chase, what is that like? Have you thought about that at all uh, as you go into this year? You know, a little bit. And, um, you know, it's just a reminder for me to cherish every single moment. And, um, you know, whatever happens ahead this season, um, you know, just to keep in mind that it's his last season and, um, you know, we want to go out on a good note. So what's it like to be here, Chase, uh, to represent Illinois? You guys here together, of course. Um, what, what's it like to, to represent Illinois going into what possibly is like your four, final season? 
I mean, it, it's a true honor. And, um, you know, being somebody selected to attend Big Ten Media Day is also, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. I mean, you're a player that's well-respected um, in the locker room, outside the locker room, by your coaches, by, by your teammates, and you're here representing all of them. So um, coming here today is, you know, it's, it's an honor. We definitely feel, I definitely feel special, and, um, you know, I'm looking forward to talking with you guys. Sid, I know you guys probably don't mind talking about it, but you're going to be asked a lot about twin stuff today, I'm yeah. sure. I mean, um, just the beginning of the questions, yeah. <laughs> so can I get you started on it? Yeah, I don't mean, know why I, not? I don't, why not warm us up? I don't know if I've ever <laughs> asked you this. Who was born first? Chase. Chase, Chase yeah. born first. Chase was born first. All right. Um, how are you guys? How Sid, how is Chase different from you? I mean, it's easy to say how we're similar. Um, I'm just you look at the hair. I mean, that's the easy note. I mean, he's got the tattoos. He's got the in the looks. We're a little different now. We used to be. I mean, when we were younger, it was hard to tell us apart. Um, I'd say in our personality too, as you get to know us, we're a little different. But then, I mean, the obvious note is that I'm better looking. Uh, <laughs> sure, the obvious note. You beat me note. to it. You beat me to it. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a give. I didn't even need to say <laughs> you beat that. Me to it. But um, I mean, that's that's the obvious one. But I mean, uh, we're both different in our own ways, and um, yeah. So Chase, I've heard he's a little bit more intense. You're a little intense. bit more laid back. Is that is that uh, that's true? Fair to, that's fair to say. That's okay. fair to say. He's uh, he, he's learned to loosen up a little bit more. But um, yeah, no, I, that's that's a true statement. How, how would you say you guys are, are different? How, how do you guys complement each other growing up? I mean, you're inseparable, of course, and now right. being here together. Oh, I mean, we've definitely helped each other get to where we are today. Um, we're extremely competitive and um, yeah. in everything we do and we've always pushed each other. But um, yeah, I'd say, I mean, growing up, it's that's what kind of drove our success, I'd say. Um, I mean, competition between the two of us, no matter what it was, I think I've said this in past interviews, is like just having each other to compare us to, you know what I mean? So if he does something, I'm gonna try and beat that. And then that was, that was kind of the drive throughout our entire relationship growing up. So. Um, just trying to beat each other and then also having us as competition like I right. mean us two growing up especially in high school and stuff and um, even at school sometimes it's I mean we're we're our best competition right there, yeah there's no better each other yeah. so and we look alike so it's just, it's, it it yeah for sure and there's nothing better than beating him in something <laughs> and I'm sure you can say the same thing about me right That's what, like we've heard Chase that Sid is really intense yeah. is there times where you're like dude you've got a lot you got dial it back, man. Like, this is getting a little much. Yeah, camp last year. Really? What happened? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, I feel like um, when you're at practice and you, you might get caught up in the heat of the moment and, you know, we we might we might get a, a little angry at each other at times. But, yeah, no, there, there's been a few fights, but that's it. Yeah. When was the last fight? Like, when did you two really, like, have that, have it out? Most I mean, I, 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 exactly what he was getting at was last year in camp, and he really deserved what he got oh. from me, you know, <laughs> really deserved it. Um, if you see on film, he's, like, doing some little stuff behind the scenes, and he hides behind Coach's shoulder after yeah. it happens. But um, it, it was probably since last year, but we, we, it's honestly, we'll have our moments every time throughout practice. There's times in the spring where we go at it, um, but it's just – People kind of get him mistaken for anger, but I think it's just competitiveness. It's just our nature when we're out on the field. So, um, competitive environment brings the best out. So. Yeah. Well, how is Sid Chase? How is he different? So you went to Western Michigan to start your career. Yeah. How is he different from that time that you guys left Florida to now? Like, how has he grown in college? 
Sid. Um, I mean, just the way that he carries himself on and off the field. Um, he's a true professional in everything that he does as far as preparation. And, you know, I just know he's going to make sure no, no stones unturned and no page is left unread. And um, every single time he goes on the field, he's ready to go. So, uh, so Chase, give me, give me the lowdown of going up against Sid. What, yeah. what makes him difficult uh, as a defensive player? Yeah. I, I almost call him an amoeba on defense because right. he's just going everywhere. I mean, that guy, he only knows 100%. So when you're at practice and you're not going 100%, there's no, there's no he's, he's coming at you 100% every time. So, um, you know, I just know every single time I, I got to match up against him, whether it's on a route, um, him coming off on a blitz, you know, I got I to gotta be on my A game. Sid, what makes him difficult? He's one of the best backs in the Big Ten. Yeah. Returning, had a fantastic year last year. You go up against good backs every week in the Big Ten. Yeah. What makes him difficult in practice? Um, it's the way he moves. I think that's what separates him from other guys in the Big Ten. Um, he's elusive. His uh, quickness out of the hole, um, his speed coming, his breakaway speed, I think that's what separates him. And then he's a smart player. The guy knows how to play. The guy knows how to study. So I think his preparation also takes um, – takes note in his play and how he performs on the field on uh, on the weekends. Chase, I'll give you this one. This season, you guys both had great individual seasons last year. The team took a step forward. What's the season mean to you guys individually and personally? Individually? I mean, to me, a good season would just be improving week in, week out, um, being better in the next week when we, than we were the week before. And... Um, you know, um, just 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 leaving the season and leaving Champagne better than um, we came into it. Well, what about you, Sid? Like this is <coughs> definitely your last year. Yeah. Well, what's this one mean to you? Um, it's uh, it's gonna be hard not to get caught up in the moment. I mean, it's been I've been here for it's going in my fifth year. Um, so just being able to represent that block eye on my chest for one last time. Um, it hasn't really hit me yet, but when it does, uh, it's gonna it's gonna hit me hard. But I think one thing that's gonna be big is obviously improving week in and week out, um, being a better team by week 12 um, than we were at week one. And then for myself, uh, you know, doing my part, doing my part to help the Illini win games, and uh, and just being my best, being the best version of myself every single day, and trying to improve. If it's one percent, if it's half a percent, whatever it is, um, moving forward. Let's start with you, Sydney. How has this coaching staff over the last 16 months changed you or affected you as a yeah. player? Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy. It's it's easy to look back on the film and see the improvements I've made as a player. Um, it's obvious, actually. Uh, I mean, this coaching staff came in and really opened their arms to us. So, um, and the day one, since Coach B walked in the room, we all respected him. There's a respect that everybody. I mean, you you could feel it in the room the first time he spoke with us. Um, but they've done a good job letting me. I mean, play, um, they trust me, and I love that. And uh, I've really loosened up as a player, I think, on the field, I know. Going along that, I said, I know you talked to us about it, but, but Ryan Walters came in and unbelievable, the, the difference, and his entire staff deserves credit for that. But just Ryan Walters, how has he impacted you uh, in this entire defense? Yeah, I mean, it's, you, it's, uh, it's apparent that he's infected, affected our entire defense. Um, he's a smart mind. Um, his his game plan's unreal. I really like what he does on defense. Um, he knows how to use the players in our locker room. Um, but he's also just, just what separates him is he's a great leader. 
Um, I want to win for them. I want to play for them, and I'm going to work my ass off for them. And that's that's the ultimate note. I think that's what is most important is that I want to win for that guy. He's starting to get on like head coaching lists. What do you think would make him good in that role? What? what? Why do you think he'd be good in that role? Oh, man. He's, got, he's got a swagger to him. <laughs> you, you can see it. Uh, he's just a great overall leader. Um, I think that goes under under scene. It's behind the scenes, you know what I mean? So um, he's going to make a great head coach one day. And whether it's when it comes, whenever it is, um, I know he's going to be ready for that moment. Chase, you guys get a new coordinator coming in with Barry Loney. Obviously, had great running success last year, yeah. uh, which I think is a credit to you guys, given the passing attack didn't go so well. So, what has Barry Loney brought to you guys as an offense? Balance, um, tempo, and um, you know his energy. Um, we all love him. We believe in what what he has going on, and uh, you know his film from last year shows a lot. And you know what the steps we've taken with him over the spring. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's football. You know, everybody runs inside zone, outside zone, counter, power. Um, you know, it might look a little bit different, but you know, we're we're prepared to play this year. Give me a quick scouting report on those guys in the running back room, because there's a lot of dudes in there who have either had an impact or can make one. Like, right. Give me a quick one on Josh McCray. McCray, uh, scouting report. Uh, dude has power, size, um, sneaky speed. Um, he's just a smart player overall. Young, huge future ahead of him. Um, Aiden Lawry, dude has <laughs> roadrunner wheels on him. Guy, guy's super fast. Um, really excited um, to see the growth that he makes over over this uh, fall period, and um, I'm looking forward to working with them. And honestly, everybody in the room: Reggie Love, Chase Hayden, <coughs> Jordan Anderson, um, Nick Fadonzo. It, it's it's packed with talent, and um, you know, to see who you know emerges and. You know, get some playing time this year. I, I'm I'm extremely excited. Sid, I want to go back real quick when because Coach Walters came down to the field after a few games last year. He, was, he started in the booth. Yeah. What, what did that do for you guys defensively? Because it feel like feels like that flipped a switch a little bit. Yeah, I mean that was definitely a turning point. I think in our season after that Virginia game, and then kind of moving forward, that's where we kind of made our marks and um, really made those steps on becoming a, improving on our defense towards the end of the year. Uh, but it added, uh, it added an intensity. It added a trust on the sideline um, that I think we needed in the moment. Yeah, he's a little bit more intense than he gives off in press conferences. Like, I see yeah. him on the sidelines. Yeah. He's, he's got an intensity to him. Yeah, it. no, he definitely does. I mean, like, it, it's like everybody, man. It's, he's, uh, he's the same person every day. That's for damn sure. Um, and uh, it's like me outside of the pads versus being in the pads, you know? Um, so that, that's how I think it. He differs. Chase, you guys lost a lot of experience on the team last year, some leadership. Uh, but you guys have older teams still, it feels like. Maybe some guys right. who haven't gotten their shots, whether it's on the offensive line or elsewhere. Who has stepped up, or what, what's it been like to, to lose guys who have been here your entire career, Sydney's entire career, right. and who's kind of stepped up into that leadership role, or what's the dynamic <clears throat> been like there? Um, well, when you think about a loss of leadership, I, I instantly think of Doug Kramer. Um, I mean, he is the the true example of uh, of a good leader, and the way that he carried himself on and off the field, um, you know, only um, reminds everybody of why he is where he is today. Uh, he's playing on the on the Bears. He's a great player, um, but somebody that I've seen step up like no others, um, Alex Palczewski. Um, you know, he's has some seniority and tons of experience. Like he's about to break the 
record of most starts. I don't think anybody's been able to come close to that. And um, that only solidifies, um, you know, why we kind of go to him and look to him for advice and certain things. And, um, you know, it's just really cool having him around the locker room still because it would have been it would have been a big loss if he, if he were to take off. Have you actually thought about how many starts that is? Like, that is a silly number of starts. <laughs> He's got over 3,000 snaps yeah. already. Like, have you ever thought about how insane that is? Well, I just think of, like, my body and, <laughs> you know, how sore I might be. But um, he's holding together well. Um, and, uh, you know, his big frame and his fo he's football savvy. I'm just looking forward to working with him. So the, the secondary, you guys return you and Quan and Spoon. What, what, do you, what does that do for you guys? I mean, those are three guys. You three have had some experience, played yeah. well. Like, how big is that? I know you're losing Kirby, but yeah. that's, a, that's a pretty good quarterback there. Yeah, we are losing Kirby, but, I mean, we're wishing nothing but the best. It's fun watching him do his thing uh, up in the NFL. But it, me, Quan, Spoon, Kendall, um, let's note that. I mean, we've got – we've been here together. I mean, with that – Quan or sorry, Spoon for four, Quan for five. I mean, Kendall for five. Kendall's, this, Kendall's going into his sixth year here. So I think the one thing that's going to be apparent is how close we are. Um, we know how to communicate. We know the ins and outs of each one of each other. I mean, we've been working out for five years. So um, I think that's what's going to separate us is how close we are as a unit and uh, the experience we all have. Sid, like you guys surprised people with how good you were defensively last year. Like, Why, why do you think this team can take that next step? I know... <clears throat> You guys don't probably tell everybody your goals, but a bowl has to be a goal for you guys, right? So, like, yeah. why do you feel like you, this team can take that next step? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's easy to get caught up in um, what we can do this year, but I think it's. I think at, at this note, I think it's easy to just take it day by day, uh, week by week, making sure that we're doing the best thing for the team, um, winning the games that we need to. Um, week, you know, what I mean, week by week. So. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna leave it like that, you know. Yeah. Let's 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 focus on what's week one before we get to week two, you know. Yeah. Chase, I want to ask you: seeing some of your teammates like Doug, Vidarian, and obviously Kirby get to the NFL, what, what's that like as a guy who obviously wants to be there? Like, what have you learned from those guys and, and their roads to the NFL? Right. I mean, it's only motivation, and especially when you know people personally that you played with, and you know they got drafted, and you know not only got drafted but signed and you know now they're um, creating rules for themselves on NFL rosters it's it's big time motivation and um, you know my brother and I are both um, older and definitely exploring the idea of the NFL and um, you know it's it, it's just cool that we're able to do that and it's um, kind of on our radar. Right, let's lighten it up. So when we talked to Brett Bielema, he's got like these sayings. It's like full go rodeo. I, I think it's one of them. Uh, it's live. What's your favorite Bielema-ism? Live. I've actually <laughs> when we were on the way here, I heard him say it a couple times. Uh, so I, was, uh, I think it was at dinner too. He's like, oh, it's a it's a pretty live. What do we get like? Uh, might have been the garlic I mean, bread. Everything's live. Yeah, it's live. <laughs> I'm like, I just took a mental note of that. I'm like, that's his that's his go to word. I remember when Brandon Peters like made his appearance on Instagram for the first time at like 29 or however old he was. Like, that was his quote. It's like it's pretty freaking live. And I'm like, is this he really says it that? Yeah, often? yeah it's, it's his go-to. If it's if it's height, cool, anything. Oh, that's live. That's live. It's kind of. Go ahead. Sorry. Do you have a favorite one from like Coach Walters or Coach Henry or anyone else? Oh man. Uh, 
No, I, I mean, I don't have any, but I mean, it, the live thing <laughs> is something we all know. It's, <laughs> I mean, if he doesn't say it 400 times a day, then it's not, it's not a day for Coach B, so. Do you guys give him a hard time about it? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's so, it's so like, I don't know, you don't even, it's, it's like white noise now. You know? I, I, I got to ask about him. How is the program different, Sid, with, with him at the at the helm? Like, how is how has he impacted the program for you guys? Yeah, I mean, he's he's bringing a new role of leadership. Um, guys want to win for him. Guys want to play for him. Um, I can say that from a personal note. I definitely want to go out there and, I mean, play my hardest and do everything I can for that man. You know what I mean? Because it's Coach B, the man he is, uh, on and off the field, um, what he does for us on the field and off the field, you know? Um, and I think he's really brought us together as a team. I think that family thing, that family thing with the two I's and the two, sorry, the two L's, whatever it is. Um, I mean, that truly is something that uh, is emphasized in our room, and I think guys feel it. Chase, I, I hear that from a lot of recruits, too. Like, the family thing isn't a slogan. I know the coaching staff probably says that to everybody, yeah. too. But, like, how do you feel that? Like, to people who might think it's a corny slogan or whatever. Right, it might kind of sound yeah, yeah, like, I was going to say right, that. Right, so, um, like, how, how do you feel that? Like, how does that come into practice? Yeah, I mean – it's the way that we welcome recruits, new people coming in the room, um, and um, the, just the way that we, we welcome each other. And, you know, if you need anything, you can go to anybody. Um, you don't think twice about that. Uh, you can go to people for whatever you need. It's just I think that's really how we embrace that whole new family slogan. And that's why people feel that way when they come to Illinois. Most importantly, it's how we hold each other accountable Yeah. Um, at practice. And uh, the expectation we got, like we would as a family, like you guys have for your own family members, right? So yeah, that's kind of like so related to. Just I want to start, like I know you and Sydney are competitive, like that's that's how you got here. But just on a different level, to to go through college football with your brother, and I'm guessing your best friend, or you don't have yeah. to tell him that he's not. Yeah. Like to go through college football like with him and to see him achieve the levels that he's at, like what is that like? Do you, do you get a chance to reflect on that at all? Right. Sometimes so. Um, we, we, we talked about this maybe a couple of weeks ago, but I vividly remember sitting on my mom's balcony um, in London, Ontario, looking down on a Friday night football game in Canada. It's a high school football game. There might have been four, 500 people there, and I'm like, holy crap, like, I want to be those guys. Like, I, I can't wait to do that. Because when you're in Canada as a, as a young football athlete, you, you can't envision the Big Ten, the MAC any division one school to be honest and um that's why our goals were kind of low set back then um but then when we had the opportunity to go down to florida and you know really embrace american culture um college football is obviously part of that and uh, you know to to think back on that of you know how our mindsets have changed our goals our aspirations it's it's honestly it's it's amazing and um, you know I'm super proud of him um, we're both gonna be leaving here with college degrees um, you know, I'm gonna be starting my master's um, and it, it's honestly I just feel truly blessed that you know I've had the opportunity to be in Illini. Do you remember that moment Sid? Uh, I mean I do remember looking back uh, watching those games wanting to be in them um, I mean we it was crazy is like you you don't see college football up in Canada. It's more you look at the NFL. It's like, man, I'm going to go from high school and I'm going to go play in the NFL now. Um, and you don't really notice that college part. But it is amazing to reflect and look back on um, how far we've come um, with ball and where it's taken us and where it's going to continue to take us 
um, after college. So I think it's just amazing reflecting on that. I want to ask you the same thing. To, to see your brother at this stage, I mean, we've talked about he's one of the best backs in the Big Ten. He's on these watch lists. Like, what's that like for you to see him reach his goals that he set and knowing what yeah. it took him to get here? Well, it, well it's cool. You know what? It, you go look in the man's bathroom and you, you see what he has written on his mirror. I'm not going to say it. But oh, come on. I'm not going to say it. I mean, that's for him. You know what I mean? And what he has written on his mirror and the goals that he has and to see the guy go and get him, it's cool. Um, and it's what separates him. I mean, being his brother, watching that, I've got nothing to be but proud of him, right? But um, to watch him go do these awesome things, it, it just it motivates me. It motivates me to do, you know what I mean, go reach for my goals and uh, go after what I want. Um, but, I mean, it, it, I'm nothing, nothing but grateful for the guy to continue to push me as he goes for his goals as well. Chase, can you share what's on that bathroom mirror? Some personal stats and team goals, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I, see, I got to ask you as a guy who covers recruiting, your signing was like the most surprising I think we've ever had. Because like, there was nothing on you out yeah, there. Uh, yeah. But then you turn on the film, it's like, oh, I see why they got him. Um, was that just you didn't make a big deal out of recruiting or what happened? I, uh, no, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't. I, I mean, I was a Canadian guy coming out of high school. I'm being honest. I thought. I thought. I mean, D two school was the same as Alabama. Like, I'm being honest. I'd be happy to go anywhere. Um, but I'd say the process was a little different for me. I didn't get many looks. As he got plenty. Um, and I didn't really have an expectation of where I wanted to do. So when Illinois came, I was like, Heck yeah, cool. Big Ten. <laughs> What's that? Um, but <laughs> it's crazy to fly. I mean, I had nothing on me. I don't think I had. I think I just created a Twitter in my senior year. I think two months or a month before signing day. I was like this ghost that just appeared on the scene. <laughs> to be real. Um, nice, nice. And oh, it's crazy reflecting on that. And <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's been nothing but a blessing to be here. Chase, you guys are an amazing story. last thing I got for you is what was it like making that journey as high school junior seniors coming to America, playing America's sport. Like, what was that year like for you guys? Yeah, I mean, that summer was a lot to begin with because our mom, our mom played a huge role in that, our, our grandmother. Um, we got to be super appreciative of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think our mom did both of our applications to get in the school, and um, maybe I'm not supposed to say that on there, but that's what happened. Um, and then... Um, you know, financially, our, our grandmother seriously played a huge role in that. But um, um, I, I think we, we talked about the story with Coach B on the way to Indy. But, um, you know, we, we uh, I think we, we got accepted on a, a Wednesday. Uh, we started heading down there on a Thursday. Um, I think later that Thursday, we met with the family and had dinner with them. Um, we attended class on a Friday, kind of attended the day. Our mom left on Friday, and then we got picked up by our host family, Phil and Karen Yates, on a Friday, that Friday. And then we stayed in their house um, that night, too. So just the, the quick turnaround from being in London, Ontario, to then living in Bradenton, yeah. Florida, it's, it was just quick transition. Yeah. Quick transition. So. Unbelievable story. Well, Chase and Sydney, enjoy Big Ten Media Days, guys, yeah. and uh, have a healthy, great season. Hey, guys, appreciate you appreciate it. Thanks for coming out. Great stuff from the Brown brothers who are poised for huge seasons yet again for Illinois football, definitely two of the stars of the team. Uh, and both 
potentially NFL draft prospects moving into their final season. Chase has another year of eligibility, but yeah, this is probably going to be his final season, given what he's done, uh, given that he's a running back and that uh, come back for another year after, what, two seasons of, of greatness for him uh, probably isn't going to happen. But uh, Illinois, excited about what those two are going to bring and, and really good representatives here at Big Ten Media Day. Another really good representative and a heck of a story is Isaiah Williams, obviously a highly rated prospect. Started his career here at Illinois, chose Illinois over Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, all of those big-time schools because he wanted to play quarterback. Didn't work out quarterback, uh, but Isaiah has talked a lot today, including with us, about how he wouldn't change that journey because if he would have been a wide receiver, maybe started at, at a different school, um, and, and even if he succeeded on the field, uh, he thinks his journey at Illinois has helped him become a better person. And he said the last couple of years he's really been introspective and, and found out how to be um, better as a person off the field and how that's really helped him on the field and in, in his transition to wide receiver. And he dives deep into that. And it's just a fascinating conversation from a really, really impressive young man in Isaiah Williams. So get to know your star wide receiver, Isaiah Williams, coming up next on the Online Enquirer podcast. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here at Lucas Oil Stadium, where we got a surprise addition at yep. the end of Big Ten Media Days here. Uh, it's Isaiah Williams, Illinois, I guess sophomore wide receiver, but really fourth-year <laughs> yep. wide receiver here. Uh, Isaiah, welcome, man. How's the Big Ten Media Days experience going so far? Man, it's, it's going great. You know, I'm having fun. Man, it's, it's just a blessing to come out here and talk and, you know, just kind of show the world myself outside of football and just to hang out with the guys, hang out with Coach B. You know, that was very unique to me getting a chance to um, come up here and ride with them and just having a chance to talk to Coach B more and talk to the guys more, man, it was it was great. Yeah, because obviously you know Coach B pretty yeah. well, but to get that kind of one-on-one type, got any stories of, of the road here? Ah, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, um, you know, you get in there, you're just kind of nervous. You're like, you in the car, you about to have a two-hour um, <laughs> ride with Coach B. I'm like, bro. Like, and I know Coach B, he loves people, so I know I'm like, Coach B going to be talking. He going to ask me a lot of questions, so I have to be ready. So the first question he asked me, and it was a simple question. He was like, what does a successful season look like to you? I, in, I instantly start stuttering. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and it's like I knew the answer, but it was just like it was Coach B. So it's like, bro, how do I answer this? It's Coach B. But, um, you know, after a while, like, it was just easier to open up to him because – just the type of person he is, the type of leader he is. And um, already knowing that he a great guy, it even opened my eyes even more. Like, man, this is a great dude. Like, the way, like, 
he was just able like to hold a conversation with us and like we talked the entire two hours like and then after we got here we went to dinner then we talked another hour so <laughs> just getting to know coach b and just hearing some of his stories it's been great so on that topic we asked the twins about this it's pretty live how often <laughs> how often do you hear it over i say over five times a day if we have a meeting He's going to say it at least twice in a meeting. <laughs> but <laughs> that's his favorite line. Does he have any other good ones? Oh, um, let me think. Let me think. Uh, not that I could think of right now. If I think of one, I'll let you know. So the but. good ones for us, like if he's talking about someone like being healthy, he'll be like, yeah, they're going to be full go rodeo for the camp. And I'm like, I have <laughs> never. Like we grew up in the same part of this country. I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's got him, man. Yeah, he's very he's very unique. Yeah, but well, Isaiah, I've covered you for man about five six years now, yep. and not every highly rated recruit becomes a face of a program. And like now, you're here with Big Ten Media Days with the Brown brothers and Quan Martin is one of the faces of the program. How did you keep you know live up to that? How how were you able to keep on the right path to? To have success on the field and off the field, obviously, is part of the reason you're here, too. So, honestly, it was tough. It was moments early on where I honestly felt like um, like giving up was probably the best option. But luckily, I had people in my corner who, you know, that, that wasn't an option, you know. And um, people like Coach Corey, you know, people like um, my therapist, James Warren, people like Jason Epperson, and then my family back home, just knowing, like, man, we, we, we could see better days, that just kept me working hard. And honestly, that's that's honestly what it was. I just, um, through everything, the ups, the downs, I just kept my head down, kept working. Um, and, like, off the field, you know, just trying to be a better human being. It was, that was, that was when I made my biggest step, my most growth is when it became bigger than football. I wanted to be a better person. Um, I wanted to stand for something. And, honestly like show my teammates like a better way yeah. um outside of the outside of the football field and once i did that it made honestly it made football easier um it helped my confidence all that so i really just i mean i kept working hard and then and you know now we're here and now it's even more more work to be put in what are some of the struggles isaiah that, that you went through like what, what were some of those you know you said ups and downs like you've had some ups on the field that people have seen but you know i know mental health is a big part you talked about having a therapist like what were some of those ups and downs you had to go through um for me personally i came in and i probably needed this on top of the world um as much as like i'm not really all this like cocky person and i don't come off like that man like being in high school you know, being a big-time recruit, coming to Illinois, I'm like, I'm about to come here to start. Man, I'm, man, I'm trying to win the Heisman my freshman year. And then and I always put my identity in, like, winning and being a guy. So when I wasn't a guy no more, it was like, who am I? And that's where I say I had to find myself out, outside of the field because I always put my identity in football. That's who I was. Like, as a kid, I'm like, I'm a football player, and I'm that guy. When I step on the football field – or I'm the best player. And when I wasn't the best player anymore, it was like, bro, who am I? So I, I, I went into a shell, and it was like, bro, like I got to get myself out of this. And, um, you know, and I just constantly worked. Um, it was hard, honestly. But, um, you know, as Coach C always tells me, like, 
and don't nobody feel sorry for you. We all go through things. So, like, we had to, I had to find a way out of it, and I just worked, and I just kept, like, like now I'm still seeking for knowledge. I'm still trying to learn more about myself, learn more about others, learn more about football. And, you know, that's just been, like, one of the biggest things. What would you find? Who are you outside um, of football? You know, I'm a family guy. Um, I'm a man of faith. Um, I, I believe in Jesus Christ. Um, and then, like, man, I'm just I'm just always eager to learn, like, about anything, about people. Um, and I, I feel like that's, like, one of my greatest – and then I also learned that I'm a, over, I'm a, I'm a thinker. And sometimes <laughs> this can be good and bad because sometimes, like, sometimes you have to think. Think things out and, it, like, that helps you. But then sometimes, like, you just got to go. And sometimes, like, I overthink certain things that don't need to be – that I don't need to, like, really think about. And that, and that showed up on the field. Like, sometimes I'm like – I noticed this a lot when I was at quarterback. Like, later on or, like, look now looking back at it, I could be like, well, when I played quarterback, bro, I was just thinking too much. Where I was like – like, I knew I could do it, but it was like, bro, I got to do this perfect. I do the perfect three-step drop. I got to throw it just like this. I got to throw it how they want me to throw it or, you know – um, Man, I don't. I don't want to be labeled as a running quarterback, so I'm not gonna run as much. I'm gonna just try to, you know, sit in the pocket, like coach, like let me throw the ball more. And I was just always overthinking. So, um, like now I'm learning like how to control that more. Like I don't think it's a bad thing that I'm a thinker, but just learning in certain situations, like I just gotta go. Yeah, I think that's what people don't talk about is when you're a four star, five star guy, and like you've always been that. Like you've always been the person that everyone looked to. And when you came to Illinois, it's like him. Like we have him. Like one. Like that. The, the, the pressure there, or like a weight. Like where Illinois was at the time you committed. I think a lot of people looked to you like he's yeah. going to change it all. Like that's going to be the guy. And that feels like a lot to wear when you're 17, 18 years old. Yeah, and and like honestly, it's been like that since I was a kid. Since I was yeah. seven, seven years old. Maybe, maybe like most definitely seven. It was like, like. You the big bro. Like, everybody, they're my age. We're all the same age. Like, you big bro. You make sure, like, you make sure everybody good. You make sure everything right. So, honestly, when I got to high school, it was the same way. Like, bro, you, like, you about to help us change this around. And I did. You know, and it was, and I'm just, it wasn't just me. Like, of course, like, it's, it takes a team. It don't take one person to change something around. But, honestly, as a kid, that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. But, like, now, like, l- looking – so when I got to college, it was like, I'm going to do it again. But it didn't happen like that. And I felt like – honestly, now I feel like certain things happen in our life to, like – so our so we could build our character. So we could become – like, all my life I'm like, bro, head high. Mm-hmm. Not – like, you, you probably wouldn't think that, but honestly, like, I just like, bro, I could change – I'm going to change this program around. And when it didn't happen, it was like, dang, bro, I had to, like, really look in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, like, a lot of – the biggest thing I took take from that is just, like, life lessons. Like, I feel like a lot of times, like, we go through stuff in life just so, like, we could build our character. It's, yeah. like, about who we become. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like all that stuff that happened, like, happened early on, like, I kind of needed that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? To um, really, like, humble me and – um you know, set me on a better path, man. So, so after all that introspection, you come out, 
you know, you have a good year last year. You seem to have comfort now with mm-hmm. with who you are, what you, what you are to this team. Like, how how do you come out of that? Like, how do you feel now going into your fourth year here at Illinois? Mm-hmm. How have you changed? I feel good. I feel confident. Um, I feel like I'm in a better position to lead. Um, you know, now it's just getting the rest of the guys, like leading the rest of the guys. Um, but yeah, I feel confident. I'm excited for sure. Um, just to go, like, just go play football again. Um, cause it's it's fun. It's a game, and I didn't have fun the last few years, honestly. Yeah. Um, but now it's honestly becoming fun again, and I'm honestly like more relaxed going into this season. You know, um, man, it's a, it's a, it's a great feeling. Like you, you look eager right to now. start this thing. Yeah, I'm eager. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously you're a very important part of this team. You got a new coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, just how do you feel? Like, you, what is your role uh, on this team uh, as as one of the playmakers? Um, first and foremost, I feel like one of my roles on this team is to be a leader, to be like one of the guys to lead by example. But also sometimes I have to um, start to lead more vocally. Um, be that guy. Um, also, be a guy who make plays, a consistent guy. Um, that's one of the biggest things, consistency. Be them, be one of them guys, every time I touch the field, my guys can depend on me. Like, if anything, we know we could give Isaiah the ball and he'll make a play. Um, and I feel like that's that next step for me, just consistency. Game in, game out, every practice, just being consistent, showing up, being the same guy, same energy. And... Um, Actually, Coach McDonald, he actually gave me – so, you know, we do summer projects, and that was one of my summer projects, um, like reading on consistency. And one of the things I learned is for me sometimes to be consistent in sports, like I got to be consistent in my life too, like outside of sports. Um, so, like, getting better sleep, that's one thing I'm bad at, honestly. <laughs> honestly, like, I honestly – I probably be – be going off four, three out, four hours of sleep, three hours sometimes. You guys are the same person, <laughs> you and Werner. Like I'll literally, um, like just be up, like be up late doing nothing. Like I or I go work out and then come back home, do some homework. Don't go to sleep till twelve, one o'clock. And you know I got through it, but I noticed a lot of times last year, like I go into meetings tired, sleepy. So, um, like, this next season, that's one of my um, biggest challenges, like getting more sleep, eating, be- eating better. Um, like, the little things that I kind of, like, took for granted, I was like, bro, if you're good at football, you're good at football. <laughs> but eventually, like, I feel like a lot of that stuff catch up to you. Not saying you can't do it because, I mean, it's a lot of guys that do it. But, you know, I, I want to be one of them guys that, you know, do the little things right too. Take me. I know we talked. It's old news now. You moving to receiver, but take me into the conversation. Like, were there nerves? Were like, I don't know. Like, I've been because you were a quarterback your mm-hmm. whole life. Like, it meant a lot to you. Were there nerves? And like, has it been everything you thought it was going to be over the last twelve months? Um. Honestly, the conversation. It was a lot of nerves. I'm like, bro. I feel like I could do something special at quarterback here. Um, but another side of me was like, but it's probably like something inside of me was like, bro, this is probably the best, like best thing for you is just to switch, give it a try. And then going into my first practice, I was like, bro, I'm gonna just give it my all, see how it go. And then after my first practice, I knew, honestly. But before, like when we was in the meeting room, 
I'm like, Coach, I don't know. Like, I'll try it, but I was like, honestly, I don't know if I want to do it. But after that first practice, like, my teammates helped me a lot, like, with the encouragement. But after my first practice, I'm like, bro, this, I have to do this. Like, this is probably the best thing for me. And then after that, you know, we here today. We heard it was a pretty good first practice. How do you know? Like, what's the feeling when you're like, I've got this. Like, this is what I've got to do. What, can, do you remember what went over your body or in your mind when you knew? Honestly, I had never did receiver drills, none of that in the past, what, two, three years. My senior year of high school, I didn't do receiver drills. Like, my sophomore or junior year, then was times where I would do camps as a receiver, but I never – I trained as a receiver sometimes. Like, I go mess around, go one on, do one-on-ones or, like, do some drills with the guys just, like, messing around. But I never really trained as a receiver as much, like, once I hit my junior year. So freshman and sophomore year, I did a lot because that's where I was getting most of my offers. But my junior year, when school started looking at me at quarterback, I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, I'm doing training as a receiver. So then my first practice, it was just natural. I'm like – Bro, I ain't did this stuff in, like, years. And it's like, bro, it, it just came natural. Like, I was just doing stuff without thinking about it. And it, like, I went to go watch the film. I'm watching the film. I'm like, because we was done with spring ball. So, mm -hmm. this was, like, um, like one of my last days before I left to go back home. And I'm just watching the film. I'm like, bro, this actually, like, looks <laughs> good. <laughs> and then, like, from that moment on, I, I just kind of knew. I'm like, bro, like. This comes natural to me. Now I just – and then that's where I come back to overthinking. And then I go into summer, and I just start overthinking, like, bro, it's natural. Like, just do yeah. it. And um, But that's something, like, that I'm better at now than where I was. But, yeah, like, my first few practices where I wasn't thinking, I didn't really know nothing, just came natural. Well, there's a reason Ohio State, Michigan, <laughs> Alabama, Georgia, all these schools <laughs> offered. Um, what? Is, how are you different as a wide receiver? Um, a year and a half later after after making that switch because obviously you're probably going to be a go-to guy in this passing game this year. Um, one thing that we that I did Monday through Friday, me and um, Mal Scott and yeah. Brian Hightower, sometimes Kamari Thompson, and then we'll wake up at 6, at six o'clock and then we'll catch 250 um, balls off the jug machine and then we'll come back at 5 p.m. and catch passes from the quarterbacks. So one thing for sure, um, I'm a better catcher going into next season. Um, being able to make contested catches. We worked a lot of contested catches on the jug machine. So, like, little stuff like that. Um, one thing I am, I feel like I'm a more – I wouldn't say more – I'm a more polished route runner, but also I kind of know more, like, behind, like, how to set up routes, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and then – I understand, like, the importance of the quarterback and receiver relationship more. Mm -hmm. Like, how important it is to, you know, have a good relationship with your quarterback and for your quarterback to trust you. Um, but most of all, I feel like I'm just a more – I'm more consistent now than what I was. And, um, I'm just ready to show it. Uh, so, we we know we're not going to get much about this offense before Wyoming. <laughs> uh, maybe even before the next game after that. So, I, I wanted to – ask you a little bit about just like what you've seen so far out of Tommy DeVito your new quarterback mm -hmm. as well as your new offense coordinator Barry Loney what do they bring to you guys they swagger for sure um TD he got it's something by him that's unique like in the locker room 
he can relate to every guy in that room. If you, every every guy in the locker room, everybody. So like, he could be talking to O line, then you'll see him five seconds later talking to a D lineman, and I feel like that's something you need. Everybody um believe in him, and I just I feel like that's because the way he carry himself. He carry himself with a certain type of swagger, confidence, and honestly, we need that. And honestly, it's a reflection of Coach Lunny. Yeah, he bring a different type of swagger and confidence to the room too, and. Both of them competitors. You see it. We see it at practice. Like we just trying to get after the defense, and you could you could tell it's it's because Coach Lunny. Like he want to win. He want to win everything. But most of all, both of them want to get better, and that's the constant message. Both like everyday TD. Like bro, like we throw. Like let's get better today. And then Coach Lunny the same way. Like every day we get better. Let's be better game twelve than we were game one. Let's be better. Um, last throwing session compared to the first throwing session, and just the constant progress. I feel like they bring they bring a swagger and some confidence that you know that's kind of unmatched. I always think of how hard it must be to be a transfer, especially like Tommy spending so much time at Syracuse. And yeah. Like you're it's like speed dating for a year. You got to <laughs> learn each other. What was it that you guys early, like? He can connect with everybody. What did you guys connect on early to kind of build that bridge there and start a relationship? So actually, I was his host on. Um, his recruiting visit and then after so we went for it we went out to dinner and after that dinner we just clicked i don't know how but we just clicked and then um we end up like going out with a couple of the fellas and then like he just connected with everybody like and we just kind of i don't know it, it was like it was just natural it wasn't forced it was like, we were just talking to each other. I'm like, but it's a cool dude. And then when he get in the locker room, like, it was times 10. Like, I was like, he was cool on his visit. I'm telling, like, everybody ask, asking me, like, how was TD? Like, how was the quarterback that came? I'm like, bro, like, it's something about him, bro. He's special. And, like, he just got a certain, like, type of swagger to him. And then he had on um, his outfit. I think that's, like, because I'm big into, honestly, I'm big into, like, shoes, dressing. And he had on some, um... Jordan 11s, and then he had on, um, like he had on some chains. You know, he always wearing his chains and um, jewelry. I'm like, oh, this a cool, this a cool white dude, man. <laughs> and then after that, like just talking, I'm like, bro, this a cool dude. Then we got in the locker room. I'm like, bro, got some swagger to him. Like he, he different. So I didn't know a lot of people from New Jersey until I started like talking to him or Art. That's a real thing, right? Like the New Jersey swagger? Yeah, they, yeah, New Jersey swagger. Like that's a real thing. <laughs> but it's like they all different. Even um Donovan Leary, yeah. He got a different type of It's like it, I guess it's just like different there. But Art Swagger and Tommy Swagger is different, but they both like it's a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like it's different. They got that swagger to them. Well, Isaiah, before we let you go, um it's like five years, six years later when the movement started yeah. uh, at, at Trinity Catholic. Um, it's cool to see you, Reggie, uh, obviously here, and uh, Mookie at Mizzou, Marcus at, at Nebraska, Shaman here. Um, I mean, that was some swagger to, yeah, to call yourselves the movement. Swag, but, yeah. I mean, you guys, you know, coming from St. Louis and accomplishing what you've accomplished so far at the college level, and I know you want to accomplish more, like, looking back, that's pretty cool that that yeah, worked out. Like dope. that you guys have all, <laughs> you guys all came together, did something great at Trinity Catholic, and now 
Um, what's it What's it like to have you all here at the Division One level, getting college degrees, playing college football? Yeah, man, it's great. So, I'm gonna give you like a little backstory. So we all grew up with each other. So we played um, JFL football with each other, like with Herbert Hoover, um, U City, like some teams in St. Louis, and we all knew each other. So Coach Corey ended up getting a coaching job at um, Trinity. Yeah. And it's a school that if you're from St. Louis, I didn't know about, nobody knew about Trinity Catholic. Like, if you ask most people, they'd be like, bro, like, I don't know where Trinity is until like the last few years. So we all just came together and we went to a real small school. Nobody in the city re really knew about it. They record the year before um, all of us came. They won like two games. Then the year before that, I think they won two games again and um, never really won much. And then we all came together. It was like, bro, we're going to go here. We're just going to have fun. We're going to play for Coach C. Um, and then we just did something special. But we never knew. Like, it would turn into this when we first went to Trinity. Like, I didn't know. Honestly, I didn't think I was going to play Division One football. I was just like, I play football. But I like basketball basketball more, honestly. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I'm going to be I'm like, I'm be a hooper, bro. Like, yeah. I'm just going to do football for fun. And then I remember it was my birthday, January 29th. I think it was um, 2016. Coach Corey was like, you just got your first offer. And then he was like, bro, yeah, like, basketball done, bro. You're 5'9". <laughs> <laughs> and then um, from that, like, it just kind of took off. Like, yeah. we getting offers every single day. And, you know, that's thanks to, like, Coach Corey. Like, he worked hard for us. And then, you know, we just put in the work on the field. And then it turned into something like this. And now we all um, playing D Division One football. And we, um like, when we go back home, we see each other. Like, we hang out. We um, talk. You know, I just got done working out with um, Mookie a couple weeks ago. And, man, it was, like, great to see, like, his progress. And, like, all of us, we just keep getting better. And it's, like, getting better on the field and off the field. Like, the person Mookie is today, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, yeah. he really, like, grew up a lot. Like, and, I'm, you know, it's just exciting to see, like, where we going. Not as just – because, honestly, everybody not going to play in the NFL. Everybody right. not going to go to the next level. But as people, like, we all growing. As people, we all growing. But, um, no, we all just looking to make plays this next season. If, if we all do go to the NFL, like, man, that's even doper. Like, maybe yeah. we need a 30 for 30 or something. <laughs> there you know? you go. But, yeah, man, it's, it's it's been exciting, like, this journey with them guys, um, how we came together. And it was just like, man, like, we kind of, like, in our city, we kind of made history. Like, yeah. yeah and, um, like, to still be going, like, all of us, as much as – like, it's great. Because it, we got guys who – went to smaller schools also like yep. when, you know what i'm saying like um and all of us like still going we got guys that's you know working big time jobs already mm -hmm. you know we got um musicians already um like and I, like honestly that's all a reflection of like the type of guy coach Corey is and how you know he led us you know um he was a great leader, and, like, yeah. you see where we at now. Yeah, from uh, nobody knowing where it is to Lovey Smith rolling up in a bus <laughs> for a camp there. Like, in the cool. middle – like, have, yeah, you've been. I've like, been in there, the man. middle, like, you, you, like, most people probably have never seen a school. Like, if you're from St. Louis, I never heard of Trinity. Most – everybody that went there, me, Shaman, Mookie, none of us never heard of Trinity until Coach C got there, of course. Then we, like, Trinity. Then I went – I'm like, bro, this school is horrible. But I was with my guys. I was with Coach C. <laughs> yeah. I was with my guys. I'm like – but we good. We going to make it happen. Like, yeah. if we all together, we good. But, like, just looking at the school, man, 
nobody's going there. Like, <laughs> but man, it was it was it was a blessing. Yeah, well, Isaiah Williams, man, uh, glad to see you. Glad to talk with you. Thank you for your time and uh, good luck this season. Happy, healthy season. Have a great season, man. All right, thank you. Have a good one. So I have a short list of guys that I've covered on the Illinois beat that I tell at the end that they're some of the best guys I've ever covered. And, you know, Nathan Schaus, Nick Allegretti, Malcolm Hill, some of the guys on that list I would assume were sure. Um, but uh, Isaiah Williams' career isn't even over yet, but he's, he's certainly on that list. Uh, he's, he's one of my favorite guys I've covered. He's, I've, I've covered him since uh, he was a sophomore in high school, but he's just such an impressive young man. And he's a really good football player too, uh, but he, he's going to make it in this world. And I, I always uh, appreciate him sharing his story. And uh, he's a heck of a story. And uh, I think he's going to have a really big year for Barry Lunny in, in this Illini offense. So I think he's a really important player. I've said it before. I think he's maybe the most indispensable player on the Illinois roster, given what he can do on offense. And I just don't know if anybody else can be quite as dynamic as him at his position. So uh, really important player, but uh, he talked a lot about today and his teammates and coaches talked about how he's taken a real big leadership role, which he's always kind of had growing up, but it seems like he's taken on that role uh, in the Illinois offense now as well. So it's going to be fun to watch him and fun to watch his career. Really thankful for Illinois for helping us set up those interviews with those three really good players and, and, and good dudes, it seems like, as well. Uh, and thanks to those guys for giving us time and, and sharing their stories. We always appreciate it and, and hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Follow the Online Enquirer podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a rating review wherever you get your podcasts. We'll have plenty more uh, Illinois football as we get ready for training camp. We'll have more of our position previews coming up. And we'll have the latest, of course, on the website of everything we learned at Big Ten Media Days. We have to go transcribe. Uh, a lot of hours of interviews now, uh, so it's going to take some time to get all that out, but I can't wait to put some, together some of this content that we got from this team. All right, everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you next time on the Illini Enquirer podcast. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.